0: Lauren, you probably also saw this too. I keep differing back to you, but like when the show airs, our our fans are passionate.
1: Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's an
0: understatement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they will tell you how much they love you, mm-hmm. and also people will tell you how much they don't like you. Yeah, because they, they hide behind this veil. So we want to make sure that you, that that people who come on the show are are prepared for for handling uh, like that. For, to mm-hmm. be prepared, like to be thrust in the spotlight on a global scale.
2: Uh, hello guys and welcome to an all new episode of We Have the Receipts. I'm Chris Burns
1: and I'm Lawrence B. Hamilton. So on today's episode guys, we are taking an inside look at reality casting and its process with some Netflix pros. And I know that you guys are going to be excited because you all flood my DMs all the time. Chris's DMs too, I'm sure. And I'm like, I so don't know. <laughs> right. You guys can't ever say we never gave you anything because this episode is specifically just for you guys.
2: Yes. And we got we have amazing interviews and a lot of helpful advice and mm-hmm. action steps you can take to try to get on That's Netflix right. reality yourself. Catless. But we <laughs> wanted to start with a little look back on um, Netflix reality history. So we have pulled four audition tapes. Ooh. So, let's start with the first one. I am a bad bitch. I'm going to be dressed
1: nice. I love to talk shit. I can drink you under a table. I'm over the top, dramatic, extra, all of that. Put it inside me and you got Frank.
2: That is like a, I think an iconic, like that doesn't surprise me at all. He seems exactly like Mm -hmm. he did on the
1: show. Yes, I mean, Frank is a bad bitch. Okay, next.
2: Honey, my rhythm is on point. I'm moving. I feel like Channing Tatum and Magic Mike
0: just getting it. That 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 that. Come on, look at this. Tell me that ain't done. I just
1: got back from vacation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, obviously Joey Sasso.
1: Joey, Bro, we Joey. I know that voice anywhere.
2: Yeah, I mean, I do. I didn't expect myself to like love him though. I like fell in love with him after the show.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the whole world did. That's why he won. He's a, he's so lovable. Oh, all right,
2: let's do another one.
1: I believe that my true love is out there. Like I believe that there is a person that is created for me and will make me feel beautiful and wonderful every day. And I'll do the same for them. It'll feel like the best roller coaster ride ever. And you'll never want to get off. Oh uh, my God. <laughs> I remember that very moment. I haven't seen that. Oh, sorry. It's me, y'all. Uh, is it so <laughs> weird? Uh, oh, that was just like an out of body experience seeing that because I haven't seen any of my like audition tape wow that was kind of freaky watching that where it all started yeah that put me like right back in the mindset of just like having that conversation and where I was I remember that day I was actually having a bad day just I'm not gonna hold up the thing but just to no please I was having such a bad day you guys and I was like before the interview i was just like you know what screw it i'm just going to do my like say what i want to say be myself like if they pick me they pick me i don't care and then i remember during the interview the casting woman just kept laughing and i was just like i'm not that funny like <laughs> what is she laughing but it just made me like feel so comfortable and good so oh my god it's so crazy seeing that sorry oh Flashback see moment. you
2: can turn a bad day around and it'll change your entire yeah by just life. being
1: yourself you know
2: um, okay, let's pull up the next one. It might take a little bit longer. It's a little longer. Hmm. And, Lauren, you might have another out-of-body experience, I'm Uh-oh. just saying.
1: Okay.
3: Because I am a nerd, people expect certain things. Oh. I have a lot of different sides to myself. I used to perform in a hip-hop group, but I am main born in rights, for which I've been scorned in praised. So when I'm kicking them bars for days, I hope you stay amazed. Despite what the critics say, I'm here to start a craze. My job really focuses on building AI to stop financial crime, whether that's money laundering, fraud or human trafficking. We're building these AI solutions to find these criminals who are ma- manipulating the financial system. Dating in Atlanta is a lot different <laughs> than dating in a small town like where I grew up. You have to weed through a lot of superficial people. Six months ago, I got out of a serious relationship. Even though the relationship didn't work out, that doesn't mean that there wasn't love. (laughs) Since that time, I've really set the bar a lot higher from what I expect from a partner. Admittedly, I'm a very sensitive guy. I'm looking to find someone who has extremely strong communication skills. My vision of marriage and commitment, one of the core components of love is there's an element of selflessness. I think it starts at faithfulness, emotionally, sexually, it seems that the best part of marriage is that you have someone that you can rely on and you can give someone that support, that level of support that you really can't get when you're out in the
1: dating pool. Oh my
3: God. (laughs) Is that so? I feel like that
1: should be an R&B song at the end. Just play some strings under that. I just want to find somebody to love and care. And And he did. He did. You (laughs) found me, baby
2: that's
4: so oh,
5: crazy
2: wow. is it so weird to watch that
1: it's so weird because even first off that suit cam and that damn suit that's like <laughs> his good suit he wore that during the reveal he wore it
2: on the. listen do you came. know how hard it is to have to a have a lot suit. of suits know. playing around it <laughs> See, is a nightmare that's how
1: you know i'm a wife because the first thing i thought about was that damn suit um <laughs> But just even seeing him in the house that we moved in together, you know, after the show wrapped and we were married, it's so trippy. Trippy, guys. It's wow. so crazy.
2: Did is it weird to see his ex in pictures? I was like, who's this bitch?
1: Oh, that was his <laughs> sister. Yeah. That the oh, phone. They must
2: have used <laughs> the way it that's was, was edited. Like, I was that's like
1: his sister. Did that show? <laughs> <laughs> that's Elena.
2: <laughs> oh shit.
1: So yeah, that wasn't his ex.
2: Well <laughs> guys, we have several amazing interviews coming up for you. Mm-hmm. Our first guest is Aaron Tomasello. Aaron has been in casting for years and is responsible for some of your favorite reality TV stars on some of your favorite reality TV shows. MasterChef, America's mm-hmm. Got Talent. Uh, I love MasterChef so much. I've watched all the seasons. Mm-hmm. And we love her <laughs> as the casting director from The Circle. Please welcome Aaron Tomasello.
1: Thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited to meet you both.
2: Oh, we're so excited.
1: Well, Erin, we're so happy to have you with us today. So let's just jump right into it because we have a ton of questions. So first and foremost, tell us about how you got started into casting. How do you fall into such a career?
4: Actually, my senior year of high school in my teeny little hometown, Truckee, California, up in Lake Tahoe. I don't know if you guys oh, have beautiful. ever been in Truckee. It, it's just so much fun. And I did it like an elective class called Community Calendar. And I was a host of this TV show and I loved it. And I was like, nothing I'd ever experienced, especially growing up in Truckee. Um, fast forward, went to college, did broadcasting classes. And I literally was the girl at the college parties that brought a video camera with me. I carried it everywhere with me. Interviewing These videos are crazy. I still have them on like my high I need a- to see
1: those videos. Are they on YouTube? <laughs> I was in Chico, California, like interviewing
4: the whole line, waiting for pizza at like 3 a.m., just asking them wow. what they're up to. So. Now that's um, a reality um,
2: show that, that I would that dig is my teeth show. into.
4: <laughs> so I've always been into that. Um, when I moved to Los Angeles, I finally had to take the the jump and come to Los Angeles and make my dreams come true. And I started applying to all these crazy jobs. And the first job that I landed was with MTV as a casting recruiter. And that is mm. a entry level position. And you take a clipboard and a pen and you run out and you sign people up for shows. Oh my God. Um, my my first show was Next and Date Mom. Oh my, my mom. God. Yes. Oh, <laughs> such a classic. We I love Next go, over um, here. I would go to the nightclubs and I took it very seriously. Like I wasn't partying. I didn't drink. I was there with my clipboard ready to go. I'd I'd go through the nightclubs. Everyone was drunk and crazy. And I would say, oh my gosh, do you want to be on next? And I'd sign them up and get there info. And it was just so much fun. Wow. And so that's when I kind of first got my foot in the door. And it was exhausting. I mean, you are up all night signing people up. Half the people are drunk and don't want to do it in the morning. You know, they're like, yeah. oh, I just <laughs> Did want I I sign up, up for, for next last night? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but my bosses were just so impressed with me. They were like, you've got something here. You are going above and beyond what the other casting recruiters are doing. And, you know, and I really loved it. Landed a job actually in an office at a desk Um, and that was so much fun. And so I just kind of fell into it. Um, but it was somewhere where I was able to get my foot in the door. As you can see, I have a huge larger than life personality. So it was something that I could use my personality. You have to be fearless. You have to be willing to go up to anybody, Um, and also really genuine, you know, I'm not, Mm -hmm. I think because I'm from such a small town, uh, people aren't like intimidated by me when I walk up to them. Like I'm genuinely wanting to get to know you, wanting to know your life story. I'm willing to open up about my flaws and what makes me vulnerable and all of that stuff so that they feel comfortable to open up to me. And so
1: that's kind of the long winded version. Sorry. No, I love it. I'm ready to uh, spill my (laughs) beans
2: for everything.
1: I know. I think that that's a good point, too, what you said, Aaron, about, you know, the vulnerability in the casting process. Because if you're kind of vulnerable, you know, as uh, in casting, then it makes you feel more comfortable as you're going through the process. Like, OK, well, they're opening up with me so I can be myself and open up and, you yeah. know, let loose. And it's so funny
4: because nowadays we have YouTube. We have um, snap or you know all Snapchat, TikTok, all of these things where people are used to being in front of the camera. You know they're and, and something funny that I've noticed is like the big TikTokers or the big YouTubers. When you just talk like this or like when I go to start my interview, they kind of freeze up. And, and that's not to everybody. I don't want to <laughs> offend anybody out there, but um, it's funny that you know you think, oh my god, I'm going to get the biggest TikToker, and then you start talking to them and like they're used to recording on their own and putting their yeah. fun spin on it and editing it and all that. So. It's really interesting, opposed to when I started, to what we see today.
2: Hundred and especially wow. after COVID, I feel like, I like thank God for podcasting and virtual podcasting because I would be like, uh, you know, social recluse if it wasn't for having <laughs> to still record and talk to people.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, and so you've done a lot of competition series, for example, America's Got Talent. Um, it's very different from the Circle. How do you approach casting differently? based on the type of show?
4: I'm glad you asked this because this is what makes The Circle so special. And this is why it's my favorite show I've ever cast. This is why my team, my amazing team, they're obsessed with, we're just obsessed with this show. And I always, um, I thank Rich and the team at Netflix for giving me this opportunity because Every once in a while, lightning strikes, right? Like, and you get a special show like The Circle. Sometimes we're casting people with ugly feet. I mean, it's true. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> crazy shows. And it's like, um. but no matter what, like I've done The Bachelor, I've done Fear Factor, which was so much fun. Oh my God. The Chef, yeah. Um, and with those shows, you always have rules. Like um, they have to be 18 to 35. They have to be beautiful, skinny, this, that. Mm-hmm. The circle is magical because mm-hmm. I get to cast everybody and anybody. And that is what is so much fun. Old heavy, smart, nerdy. You know, you guys know, you've seen our cast yeah. and, and every single one on our cast is so special and, and they mm-hmm. are really the stars, you know? And so that's just what's so fun for us. It's like, we don't have to look for this typical thing that fits in this square that people don't relate to. We get to find the relatable people, the genuine people, the ones that are so much fun. And, and so that's what I just love about the circle.
2: You don't have to be a square to fit in at the circle.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I exactly. see what you did there, Chris. <laughs>
5: Thank you.
4: I mean, and if you just look at some of our cast members, you guys have you guys have interviewed them, so you know, but mm-hmm. they're they're from all walks of life. But every mm-hmm. single season they find something, that common ground, and we always get that mm-hmm. beautiful bond between them and we always say circle fam. And we are circle fam because you know, it's this crazy experiment that all of them went through and we just have so much fun. So
1: Awesome. Now, speaking of different walks of life and so many different personalities, I'm sure that you get a ton of tapes from people all around the world for all of the series that you're casting. So what would you say was like the typical amount of tapes that you would get or go through for a standard season of a show?
4: Okay. This is crazy. And this is the this is what's so special about our show. So I think we had around a hundred and thousand applications. Oh my god. Is, what? If I can give you a 000? comparison for that when, when Fear Factor was in the prime with Joe Rogan back in the day, we would get about 5,000. So that gives you the scale of what what our show does. Um, Now with COVID, Mm. you know, we're not going out there like we used to, where we used to go to a city and we'd interview people in a hotel room and like we couldn't do that anymore. So Mm -hmm. on our application, we ask you to upload a video. And this is your chance to kind of grab our attention right away. So, you know, it's a short video. I think it's maybe like a 60 seconds, you know, sell us in 60 seconds. That's hard to do, right? Yeah. Like how are you gonna get someone's attention? And it's hilarious. Like this is this is why I love my job, just signing in and starting to watch these tapes. Okay. So some people get real crazy and they try to be really creative, grab our attention. Um, I think some people are really nervous about it and try to like edit, make it beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. Some, y- you wish you'd put a little more effort into it. They're like mm. in their car whispering. You know what I <laughs> They're like at a coffee shop and they're like, hello, I want to be on the circle. Right. Like, oh, God. I don't want to <laughs> be pulled over. They're like, <laughs> for any of your guests listening, and this is the biggest thing with casting, I know it sounds cheesy, but like, be yourself. Mm. You know, we mm-hmm. always think like oh you know what what am i gonna do you turn on even right now i'm turning it on a little bit right we always turn on when the camera's on us but the the thing that comes through the most is when you're just true to yourself you're genuine, you're open, you know, you're you're sharing things about you and and being yourself and not trying to be what you think we want. So, people will see like Joey Sasso, right? From yeah. season 1 I love and they Joey. think they think oh, he made it, so I'm going to act and be just like him and it's like We want you. So that's my biggest tip and advice to all of our listeners that are tuning in right now and that are listening to us is just be genuine, be yourself and and give it your all. There's no, you know, there's no right or wrong way. It's just being true to who you are.
2: Is there, is there um, ways that you can kind of immediately tell that they're not being themselves?
4: I mean, listen, we get tricked. I get tricked all the time because like I said, with TikTok and YouTube, yeah, now, totally, like, totally. you, you do really know how to, and, and you know, they, like I said, tell us what we want to hear. So I'm really outgoing. I'm larger than life. I'm, you know, reactive and loud. And you know, you're like, Oh, they're going to be great. And then um, we do, fi- we do a finals round where we actually get to meet them and really just talk to them with, and that's when you get to dive in a little bit further and see see the true side when you rip the layers off of that first, you know, interview. Um, and so we, we've we definitely had some people that, you know, get nerves. Nerves can definitely get in the way, you know, of that as well. So we do, we do several meetings with them to really make sure we're getting who we think we're getting. Okay.
1: Now, Erin, we've heard about the stuff that you really look for. You know, you want people to be themselves, be original. So are there, would you say, give me three red flags that will make you immediately write someone off like, nope, let me get a pen. That's that's a hard question to
4: answer. <laughs> you know, yeah, the whispering and being really, really quiet, that that's for sure. <laughs> but for the most part, as, as long as you, um, you know, you have a big personality, out. And, and no, not everybody has to be jumping off the walls like I am, you know? Like, it's not the price is right, you know? It's not a game show. <laughs> we like, not everybody has to be loud and outgoing, and that's why we say be yourself, because every individual has their own spin, and together as a cast is what makes that so special you know we don't want everybody to be jumping off the wall
1: yeah look at kim he's so calm and cool and collected you know he has that cool kind of yeah subtle personality
2: now once you've selected your top choices what happens from there is there like um uh uh, what's the process after you basically say like this is yes we want you
4: Yes, totally. So I'll give you just a quick rundown on how it all works. So the first thing that we'll ever see is your one minute video that you upload to the application site. Um, then you'll get a call. If we see something in you, we'll give you a call and we'll do a Skype or a Zoom interview with you. Um, and after that, we edit that down. We'll send that over to the network mm. and to the production company. And they get to pick, you know, who they like out of those people. And then we do something that's called finals. And that's when we have like a top 100 or whatever the number may be. It's, all, it's different for every show. Um, and that's when the network and the production company and the casting team interview them. And we get to meet them. And that, then we select our, our final people.
2: Oh, my God. Nerve Amazing. <laughs> I know.
4: And
1: so
4: you really, you know, you think like, all right, I did it. I'm I'm through. And then it's another interview and you're going to meet another person. And so.
1: It is for sure a process. <laughs> now, I know when that you want to get you to know people. It, right? you know, you got to I know I was about it. to say, it is a process, yeah. y'all. It took like, I want to say a couple months just for the whole thing to. So it takes time.
4: And that call, the call that we get to make to congratulate them. And oh, to tell them I
1: know. That they
4: made it on is just that it makes my job just that's what it's all about. Like, oh. they, they like feel like they won the lottery, you know, and they
1: did. It's yeah. just so much fun. I remember exactly where I was when I got my <laughs> yeah. call. Cause it's just so unbelievable. Then I saw like the number pop up. I was like, <gasps> Yeah, where Los were Angeles? you? because you know you're. I was actually in Paris when it happened. Because wow. I didn't want to be too excited, cause I like work in modeling and stuff. So I know not to get too excited when you think you're gonna make it. You know. You yeah, have to I wait haven't felt very excited moment. in years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, you know, I'll get excited when I make the show. But I just remember answering and they're like,
2: Bonjour. Oh,
1: this is such and such from Love is Blind. You made it. I just almost fainted. It was oh my crazy. God. You probably yeah, got the of a night in Paris that night. <laughs> I know. It was crazy. Then I had like 48 hours to get on the show. Um, but it was great. <laughs> um, so since you know everything, you know about the person you try to dive deep into who they are um would you say that you guys do reference checks like do you talk to friends or family interview them to really kind of know who this person is and make sure yes, it's not just
4: absolutely and everybody has to go through background and psych I mean mm-hmm. you go the drill it's you gotta you know make sure everybody's mentally he- healthy and stable and can because it's hard it's hard to go on these kinds of shows and you know it's It's hard going on it while you're on it. And it's hard afterwards, you know, once, once the show airs, it's so much fun. And, and, but nobody really knows how much time and effort that you put into it and, and how mentally hard it can be too. Right. Like um, I know every show is different, you know, for different reasons why it would be hard Um, for the circle, they're alone, you know, they're alone in their apartment (laughs) for, you know, for a good amount of time. And so that could be taxing on anybody as we all know from the pandemic what that's like Mm -hmm. you know
2: yeah for sure um do and do you have people that go through like all of their social media and everything until like i had imagined that that's a big
4: yes that's a big part of it also because we have to make sure nobody knows each other like you know nowadays that everybody knows what the circle is and we we do get you know like a lot of influencers and you know brew
0: brew brought his mom carol got drunk Frank went overboard and Nathan is crunky. Circle cruise.
4: crew. And so a lot of times people will be following them, you know, already.
2: What if they were going as a, in as a catfish? That could work. And they knew them still.
4: Yeah, that could work if they were going in as catfish, just as long as we could trust that they wouldn't tell each other. You know what uh, I mean? So that's yeah. tricky, That. But- um, you have to really trust it, but you no, know, yeah we we have to social media check everybody, you know, and make sure that nobody follows each other or knows each other or you know anything like that so so that's kind of fun diving into their social medias as well. It's a deep dive right <laughs> <Yeah>. there
1: <laughs> so have you ever had to like drop someone from a show last minute because of something that you found like uh okay. Um, you
4: know, I think for us, we do all of our checks and balances before they get to that point. So it's not really Perfect. us dropping last minute. I've had contestants that, I mean, Lauren, you know, you get that call, you're so excited, but then it gets real. And it gets, you know, when I used to work on The Bachelor, I had ladies that would quit their jobs, one sold their car, you know, wow. buying all those dresses. You know, all yeah. It's like I've had people that I was really excited about and they would drop out last minute because of different oh, things like man. that.
2: Thank God for uh, Shane. <laughs> 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 That's crazy. So based on the experiences that you've had, or based on the experience you've had with with the contestants in casting, when you're watching the show, are you rooting for anybody Oh, Uh, my god! In particular.
4: (laughs) These these people are like our babies. I mean, we just get so invested, and we're so excited Mm -hmm. about it. And that's the thing. Once the show airs, it's like you forget about casting. You forget about that girl that found you and put her heart and soul into, you know, (laughs) producing you and making you get on the show and everything. And and that's why we keep in touch, and we keep that circle family together, because – we, we root for them, we cry with them, we laugh with them. I always have to watch the show, like when the four episodes drop, I have to watch it like three different times. Like the first time I'm watching it as like Mama Bear and, you know, really, oh my God, did they do this? Is that funny? Oh my God. And then, then I watch it as just like a fan where I'm just cracking up and, and, and really enjoying it. So absolutely, we all definitely have our favorites along the way and are rooting for whoever and, you know, seeing how it plays out.
1: Speaking of the circle, you know, we're trying to um rally for Chris here. <laughs> <laughs> so... um I don't do know if I would get through this
2: psyche, valves.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you do, got some social media chat.
5: I'm
1: going to go do see people, your Twitter after this. <laughs> do people usually tell you, um, you know, as they're applying, if they're going in as a catfish or not? And does that affect if they're casted?
4: Oh, okay. So when you when you pull up the application, you choose right then how you want to play. Oh, now that, okay. now that everybody loves our show, they get it season one was hard it was hard it was like trying because catfish used to have such a negative connotation behind it because of you know the show catfish and and you know people using it for bad things you know yeah, yeah. like this is a game a yeah this is a game <laughs> so um the season one was in, interesting um we do catfishing we do playing yourself and there's also an element of embellishing right so You're playing yourself, but I'm going to make myself single, so maybe I could flirt. Or I'm a doctor, but I'm going to say I'm a preschool teacher. That's going to make me more likable. Oh, good idea. So that's the whole (laughs) – and so most of the time now that everyone knows our show and we're on season four, five coming up, when they apply, they get it. So they, they understand what they want to, if they want to catfish, if they want to play themselves. And um, this is a game for $100,000 or more. I know that, that we had more last season. Um, so we can't get really, we don't get involved in that. It has to be their decision of who they want to play, how they want to play it. And then we're just there to to meet them and interview them and, and get to know all about it. And what's really fun is when we get to meet the catfish.
1: You know what else was fun, Aaron. This interview, you are a ton of fun. We loved having you on here. You have the best personality. I see why you pick all the greatest people to be on these shows because you have a great personality yourself. So you know what to look for. We love that you uh, you know, took this time to talk to us here and we had a blast. And so
2: do our listeners, I'm sure.
1: Yay, you guys. And
4: for anybody that's listening, go apply to The Circle. Can I plug our website really quick? Of course. All right, so it's www.thecirclecasting.com. Go apply. Go submit your video. Hopefully, we'll be casting soon, and we'll get you
1: on the next season. Thank you so much, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks, you guys. It was great meeting you, and keep in touch. All right, up next. Rich has been in the entertainment industry for years but last year he took the leap to Netflix and launched their in-house casting department and guys with him leading the entire division he has really taken Netflix to the next level okay he has found some of the personalities that we all know and love and he's here to talk to us about how they go about casting for some of our favorite shows welcome Rich
0: Thank you. It's exciting to be here. Uh, I just saw Aaron kind of go, and I don't know if I can match that intensity, but... (laughs) That's okay. As
2: Aaron explained, it's pieces of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. is. So, Rich, we know that before Netflix, you served as VP of Talent and Casting at All Three Media America for five years, and the All Three Media America group of production companies are behind... Uh, a ton of things. Flirty Dancing, Gordon Ramsay's 24 Hours to Hell and Back, United States of America with W. Kamal Bell, Undercover Boss, Cash Cab, and a range of more uh, unscripted hits. Some might say that you're a bit of a reality junkie, just like us and all of our listeners. What drew you to the unscripted world?
0: Uh, let's see. I, so when I first... I, so I guess age check here. like 20, 20 years ago, when I started to get into production, I... Um, I kind of went uh, the production route, uh, like as my college. So I would like start as a PA. I was a production coordinator, production manager. And I remember going in for a job at, at fear factor actually. And I was applying to be a, 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 or I was applying to be a production coordinator. And I remember in the interview, this woman goes, you're just too nice for this job. <laughs> we think you'd be better in casting. And I was like, yeah, like I, I would love casting. Like that that'd be fun. So I started as a casting coordinator for Fear Factor. And from there, I found it so much more engaging. And I think what made me fall in love with casting was getting to talk to real people and getting to bring out the best in people in a short amount of time almost. You know, and and also it's a little bit of like, you get to, it's like a wish fulfillment. Like I would put on people like I'd put on fear, people on fear factor who had been on. I tra- like I traveled around in a bus from town to town or put people on deal or no deal when I, when I first started and to be able to go around and, and, and meet different people in different parts of, of the U S and, and, and find these huge characters that, that are real. That are like, oh, you're a real person, and you know, and and bring them out and 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 get to help put them on a show that would, uh, that at the time you know it was just it was just you'd watch it on you'd watch it on your TV at eight o'clock and it'd be like, oh, they're eating this gross stuff or whatever it is, <laughs> but but for them it was a huge platform for them and it was kind of you know I'm not gonna say it it was it was very near the beginning of unscripted reality TV, and so uh so for me right from then it was, it, it was always a passion because I like people and I believe in the best in people. And I think that, you know, there are so many different, different communities and places that there's just, there's gold, like humans are entertaining yeah. and no matter what the situation, <laughs> you know, like it's why Instagram and TikTok, like we w- like to watch other people, like, yeah, we, we slow down for car accidents, you know, you know, like we yeah, like the in real our, stuff.
2: In our DNA, we can't help it. We have to yes. We can't help it. <laughs>
0: we can't help it. So to see, to, to, to get to work and talk to real people is, uh, is, is really what, what drove me to like this career.
1: What would you say that your day to day is like?
0: Well, my day to day is definitely like transitioned. You know, like mm-hmm. every position in casting starts different like when you're starting out as an assistant or whatever you're in charge of calls like and you're calling every person who has an application and then you step up and you're interviewing and then you get to like Aaron's part where you're casting directing and you're taking a look at everybody and and you're pitching up. So now that I've kind of like gone and gone and gone here at the network I get to see kind of like the best of what's what's coming mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. and uh, and I get to work with our casting teams that, uh, that work on our shows and, and kind of be a point in contact to them so that they feel supported and that there's somebody, you know, here at Netflix that understands the process really well, but also can help them when, you know, we haven't found the exact right cast yet. Like, okay, like let's Maybe we switch over and he- here's an option you can go with, like go down this path or search this, you know, uh, as time has evolved and things have changed, you know, it, clearly Instagram and social media is, is, is we use that to, to our advantage as a recruiting tool. When is there's still, I-, I heard Aaron say it, you know, recruiting, going out and like walking into, walking into a bar or walking into somewhere and like that person is holding court. Like that person (laughs) is like, has a person (laughs) around them or they just have this energy and you're like, you know, kind of going up and talking to them. You know, people are a little bit more hesitant these days for sure. But I remember like when I first started it, it, we like two of our nights at fear factor or or, or even on like deal or no deal or that stuff, two of our nights when we'd be in a town, that would be part of our job. We would go and our job was to go and just recruit people. And like, hey, can I get your phone number? We're in town. Like, I'd love to, like, bring you in for an interview. It's for the show and, like, explaining what it People is. We're like,
1: casting. Yeah, right. You just want to... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: A hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Like, we got it all the time. And then, and then like... like business cards like hey no here's my business card. wow you really know
2: how to put on a scam yeah
0: but and now you know the equivalent of that a lot of time is like sliding in people's dms like hey you know and and so that's what our casting teams do so my day-to-day now is uh i i oversee like i get to see all of casting for all netflix unscripted wow and so i get to be a, a you know uh kind of work on and and look at every show um, and our creative execs are the ones who kind of get to approve it, but we try to make the process as easy as possible for them to allow, to make sure that, you know, they're they're they have the best candidates for their show.
2: Yeah. Well, speaking of Netflix overall last year, you guys launched the largest reality casting calls website, probably to date, I think netflixreality.com. How has that changed the way you've done things?
0: Like, I'm, clearly I'm biased, but I think it's I yeah. think it's incredible. <laughs> what, I, what I do think is that it is, for so many times people are like, look up, uh, you know, Netflix castings, and it was kind of show by show. Like, how do I do this? Well, I wanted to put something that there was a hub for it, that you could go, and no matter what it was, like, if it was Love is Blind, if it was Indian matchmaking, The Circle, you know, uh, nailed it even if it wasn't casting you could go there and you could register your interest for it so you would be you would be notified when there is a casting or when there's any casting for Netflix and so uh so with that uh we have this site that lives in perpetuity that anybody can go to and 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 learn about our shows and you know what we're casting there's also a lot of shows that that uh that we don't use it for because they haven't been announced yet but you Ooh. know our next big show little our, our next there. big show <laughs> is the biggest one is 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 a uh, squid game which is you know that uh, yes. we get to we get to take uh, everybody who registered for like netflixreality.com they're getting emails saying like now casting the real life squid game and 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 that so while we broke that record when squid game was announced and we showed uh and, and we had this amazing video w- that was like Done with, Squid Game actors basically. That then broke the next record. Uh, it, we just didn't have a you know uh, an actual Guinness record. So what I did is, I over here in the corner, <laughs> I took a, I took a post it and I covered up the number with the new number. Amen. <laughs>
1: oh man. So since you brought up the Squid Games reality show, let's kind of talk about that for a minute. So. Yeah. Did you say that you guys have already accepted submissions for that?
0: Yeah, we're yeah we have uh, we have submissions now. Um, we have a website squidgamecasting dot um, Did the website crash
1: from how many submissions that you got? Do you want to share the number, or is it just like
0: we were prepared for it? We we definitely <laughs> run a lot of tests, and luckily it, it held up. But uh, what's exciting about that show is it's our first kind of show that is a global casting. Mm,
5: wow. I think,
0: I think it's the largest casting undertaken that has ever happened in reality TV. Um, cause there's going to be 456 participants. Wow. So,
2: so you're going to be busy. Rich is what I hear.
0: Yeah, we're busy. That's we're busy. Amazing. We have three teams casting it. So we have uh, two in the U S one in the UK who's handling all the global stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, we have, I mean, we have about 70,000 submissions currently, and we're still like kind of wow. Building, wow. Um, building from that. But it, with it being the first global casting for what is probably our largest IP at Netflix to date, like Squid mm. Games mm-hmm. broke many records uh, for us and across streaming, that its fan base is huge. But then when you talk, when, when you top on that, not only is it the largest casting, it is also the largest prize that's ever oh, been yeah. done for like a, like a single prize. So the prize is $4.56 million. Ooh. So can
1: I apply? Is I can buy a lot, it? lot of
0: <laughs> <laughs> $4.56 million. So what? like, no, that's split I, amongst,
1: I if it's more than one person.
0: No, no there's only one, one person, person that wins. Oh,
1: right. Only right, one person is winning. Four points, yeah. What? Even after oh taxes
2: you can buy a house and a pool without that.
0: That's insane. Yeah, you're, Oof. It's insane. It is insane. So 4.56 million and 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 plus you get to go on a Squid Game and if you lose you're still going home.
2: Like yeah, yeah. you
0: mm-hmm. still get to go home and and live your <laughs> life. So like right. everybody's walking win away there. happy, healthy <laughs> and and fine but you're going you're gonna to get put through your
1: paces. Like, it's going to be the real-life Squid Game. Oh, that's going to be so entertaining to watch. I can't wait.
2: Yeah, with 465 people, what types... 456. Or 456. What uh, types of people are you looking to cast, or are you looking to cast 450, 456 different types of people?
0: It, it, I, okay, so this is what I find is the most exciting part of the show, is that it can literally be anybody like just like just like squid game like you know there's an 80 there's, there's like the 81 year old and then there's you know like the 21 year old or the 18 year old and this show is is meant to be so inclusive and so global and so everything that there's going to be every sort of personality there you know, you can watch a game show and let's let's just say that you know you're watching Price is right, and everybody comes down and is like, yeah, I won! Yeah, like you know, and has this <laughs> high energy. Well, on this show, you don't you can just be you and 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 come onto the show, and you don't have to be that like over-the-top, like cartwheels down the aisle type of person, because everybody's gonna have a different strategy to how they they play the game. And if you've seen the show. You know, we want it to feel as authentic to the world we live in, and uh, and 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 be as inclusive as possible. So, you're going to see every walk of life. You're gonna You could see you could see a factory worker. You know, you could see a TikToker, but you could also see you could see a nurse. You could you know every single yeah. thing you could you know, and that is the goal. Is that everybody comes from a different place, mm-hmm. and but they're all competing. You know. for for this money. Yeah, they all all want the money. I love it. it. (laughs) (laughs) They all have different reasons they need it. Some don't even need the money. They just want to do the game. And some, you know, have had some hardships in their life. And and this money would change, you know, would change their change the world for them. And so just like the show, it is uh we want it to 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 just feel authentic. And I think I think that is something within Netflix that I I take a lot of pride in and and it's the authenticity of people that are on our shows um because i think being a global service and when you come onto our shows sometimes you forget that you're not just going to be on in the u.s so you're not just going to be on in the uk like lauren you'll probably attest to this like the show airs and all of a sudden, you're getting DMs from Brazil. <laughs> yeah. You're getting DMs from India, and hey, you're getting Brazil. a fan base. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, you're getting it's a fan amazing. base from 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 everywhere,
1: all around the world.
0: And Netflix has that kind of that ability. So yeah, authenticity, man. whether it's crazy authenticity, like you know, it it's still it, you can still read it and 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 know that like that's that's our job in casting is you know, people have seen enough reality shows that. They come on sometimes and they come on, they're like, oh, well, if I'm just like this person, I'll make it on the show. So they try to be somebody that they're not because they think like that's what they're looking for.
1: The key is to be yourselves, guys. That's how you stand out. You don't stand out by, you know, being like someone else that was there. You have to actually be yourself because that's what people want to see. So... You know, you talked about all these different types of personalities and you're seeing all these people pass through and you're kind of following their journey, you know, from casting to the actual shows. Now, it has to be a little bit gratifying, you know, to see someone that you guys chose in casting become like a breakout star. How does that process like feel?
0: It it feels incredible. And the way I try to look at Netflix casting is when you come on a Netflix show, you're going to become a celebrity. Like we, (laughs) in unscripted, you, you become some sort of celebrity. Like our versions of celebrity these days are all different, right? Like Lauren, you're a celebrity. Like you, (laughs) you, you, yeah, like, you know, like, because people come on and and they have a connection to our characters that are on our show or our, our people who are on our shows. So I think to see people flourish and kind of get out and, and, people come out and maybe make careers or make different, you know, have different plans or life choices, or it it elevates them to different, different places. They are in in their life. Then I think that is extremely gratifying. And also knowing that we kind of, we look back at this. I have, I have this, uh, I call it the NRU. It's the Netflix reality universe. And it sounds kind of like a, like almost like a Marvel thing, but it's like within our NRU, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like people who come on Netflix shows they tend to they, they tend to instantly kind of have a relationship with each other too because mm-hmm. they've they've gone through a, a journey a camaraderie because they've been through they've been through a journey that a lot of people don't have an experience to do. You know, mm-hmm. you've been through the casting process, which is one thing. You shot the show, which is another, and then the after part of of the waiting for the show, and then the show hits and you see all of like you know people looking you up, people coming to your instagram, people doing this, and you have a you have, you have a common bond with that, so the n r u kind of uh you know it exists and 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 something that i that i'm I'm very proud of, and I try to stay in contact with a lot of people who 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 have been on our shows because i i look for I look for other opportunities for them, you know, and i always try i, I want the best for them in, in whatever it is and however however I can help or you know or if there's another Netflix show or if there's something else. You know, I'm, I'm very proud of those things because I, I think, uh, I think it's great for them. And and just like I, why I got into casting is, I like looking for I like looking for the best in in real people and and giving those opportunities.
2: Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Now, does a show get harder to cast the longer it's on? Like, for example, Love Is Blind season one was that easier than the most recent season, season three? Since now everyone knows about the show, how it works, a lot of people might be not applying for the "quote unquote" right reasons, if you will.
0: From a casting perspective, I, I won't speak. It, Donna Driscoll, who's amazing over at Kinetic, who cast Love Is Blind, like I think uh, she, she, I think, I think there's two things. I think it becomes a little bit easier because people know the show, mm. but it becomes a little more challenging because you have to you have to look through a little bit, like, are they coming on the show for the right reasons? And I think that happens with any show. Like, I think that happens with, with every single show. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, when we first did The Circle, we couldn't say it was The Circle. And I heard Aaron say, like, you know, explaining what a catfish was and how it wasn't bad. Like, how it was something that could, you know, you could use to your advantage and you shouldn't feel bad because it's a game. So, uh, and then come second season, people saw what The Circle was and it became there's a lot more people who want to apply. And I think that's always better. Yeah. Um, I think on any, on any show, you kind of had to, you know, when it, and it hits a, a big success and people want to be on it and they see the results it can do, you want to make sure that they're coming on also with the right intentions. That the intention isn't like, oh, I'm coming on to, to I, I'm going to use this and I'm just going to be a social media star. Like, I'm just going to use this and be, be something inauthentic. Like, you still want to make sure, you know, that in Love is Blind, they're coming on to find love at the end. Like that's what you want people who are, who are coming in with the right intentions and the right mindset to come in and, and give it a shot. Like, is this experiment going to work for me? And uh, it, it, it's easier and, and it's harder. Like, you know, like, listen, I, I watch, ba- I watch bachelor and you're like, that guy's not there for the right reasons. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The, the original
2: yeah. wrong reasons is, yes. yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: So Rich, is there anyone that we may know that you knew was gonna be a star from Jump? I mean, you don't have to say me because I'm sitting right here. It's completely fine. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. anyone else, you know, that you knew was gonna be a star from Jump? She will be deeply offended if you don't say
0: her. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Lauren, everybody knew it was gonna be a star from the jump. Um. Uh, I wasn't even at Netflix, but like at that time. But I remember watching season one of Love is Blind and and, you know, the authenticity of of what you brought and what you brought to the process and you know. And 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 how how serious it was taken, and also just dynamic personality. So Lauren, yes, I think like in terms of like other shows, like there are I can't deny Joey Sasso. Uh, you yeah. know, is he's, 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 he's as authentic as it is. You know, yeah. uh, I think there's something super magnetic like about so many people. Harry Jowsey. I think everybody has something that's like kind of special to them, in, in a way. Like like all the circle is kind of. Uh, i I love I kind of see like my baby like I remember because I was at all three at the time and I was doing the and so i met I brought in Aaron for an interview to to be our casting director, and I remember Aaron and I sitting down, and she had so much energy, and I was just like, you know part of a good casting director is is being able to match the having having the passion and the love and match the energy of the people like uh, of, of what you put on the show so kind of like the energy you put out is also the energy you'll give to the show and I remember just being like this girl is is awesome yeah. like she is just like she, and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and build it, building that up with her so I think uh, it, you know I, it, I think I ha- always have affinity for Circle Season 1 so you know like Joey, Shuby, Sammy Classic. Chris, Chris Sapphire like seeing his tape for the first time and meeting iconic. them for the first time <laughs> iconic yeah and I think every, mm-hmm. I, I think with everybody, I, I I want I see something in them who makes it on the show. I see something mm-hmm. in them. And listen, there are people that you love, and you're like, I see, I, I think they're they're amazing. And then there are people that you're like, you know, that are are like, oh, they are going to be, they're going to be polarizing with that.
2: Opinion. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, people will love. To hate them.
0: <laughs> love to hate them. Love to hate them. People will love to love them and people Every will love to hate
1: them. Every story needs a villain, you Amen. know? Amen.
2: So we got a lot of questions on Instagram also. So I just want to jump into those. At Kath Elizabeth asks, do you prefer red or green flags in a personality? I guess in an initial Ooh, that's
0: meeting. That's a good question. Oh, an initial meeting. Uh, I mean, I always prefer green flags. Like I, I, I mean, uh, red flags to me, it depends on what your connotation is of, of red flags. If a red flag yeah. is like, Oh, like they're a villain or, or, or you know, whatever it is. Uh, but I prefer, I, I prefer green flags. Like I said, mm-hmm. I look for the best in everybody. So I'm always like, how can we, you know, how open is this person to sharing themselves? Because in, in our casting, you know, we get 15 minutes to interview somebody maybe. And in that 15 minutes, we're trying to learn everything about you and piece out like your best parts. So being open and, and emotionally available is so is so key being emotionally available and, and being willing to share your story is, is clutch you know
1: now we had jack's ig jan ask you know what's exactly involved in the psyche vows cuz you know some people might be themselves but themselves might be a little too much for, <laughs> for <laughs> the show so what exactly is involved you know when someone takes a psyche vow
0: That's a great question. I mean, I I would leave that up to our trained psychiatrist. Like we- (laughs) Oh, that kind of answers it. It it is the psychiatrist then. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but I would say, you know, like we just want to make sure that we give the best experience to somebody. That That my goal is always at the end of the day, you walk away from your show saying, that was awesome. I like, yeah, it has its challenges, but at the end of the day, would I do it again? Yes. And we just want to make sure that, you know, anybody who comes on the show is able to handle that because Lauren, you probably also saw this too. I keep differing back to you, but like when the show airs, our, our fans are passionate.
1: Mm. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's, that's an understatement.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They will tell you how much they love you. Mm -hmm. And also people will tell you how much they don't like you because they they hide behind this veil. So we want to make sure that you, that the people who come on the show are, are prepared for, for handling, uh, like that for, to mm-hmm. prepare, like to be thrust in the spotlight on a global scale.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and oh, that <laughs> I'm like thinking about the like, psyche valve. I'm um, like, it's also, I guess for the safety of everyone or the, the experience of everyone else on the show as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, is, it, to make sure that everybody has a good time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> At Lauren Quinnell asks, do they find their cast first or does the idea of the show come first? So I, in regards to, uh, new non-competition show. So, say like Bling Empire was was the idea let's do this show, call it Bling Empire or was it someone met uh Christine and was like this would be an amazing person to just like learn her entire circle.
0: It's a great question. The big chicken or the egg question. Yeah. Um <laughs> a lot of a lot of the times it come it comes from uh, organically. That's the best way it can come. Mm. Like is that is that is that there's a group of people who hang out like Christine has these friends and and they they kind of they they meet but then you know you get them all together through production as well but the 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 heart of it usually comes in as like an idea with people around it um or sometimes it's like hey it'd be great if there were i don't know let's just say if there was it'd be great if there was a show around uh factory workers who did this and you're like, okay, let's find the most dynamic factory. Like let's uh, find a mm, group of mm-hmm. people or a factory that does this. And let's see if there's actually a show there. Like if mm. it's a car shop, like let's see if there's a car shop somewhere that has this great group of people and we can find them. So it happens both ways. But I think as long as it, 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 or there's organic relationships to it, that's, that's what, th- where the success comes.
2: That makes a lot of sense because I do, like, my dad watches a show that's, like, uh, literally a garage workers somewhere. And I'm like, there's no way these guys went out and applied to be on a reality show. Like, they had to be <laughs> right. someone found yeah. them. Um, so that is very yeah, interesting. Like
0: Dynasty, yeah, like hey, exactly. Duck Dynasty. You Yeah, exactly. Or, like, <laughs> Wicked Tuna. You know,
2: I'm like, who like, <laughs> these guys aren't applying to be on a reality show from their, like, tuna right. fishing boats. But... <laughs>
0: And that's that's what makes reality TV real good is when you can find those people that are authentic to what they do. Like, I'm going to apply to be on a tuna boat? No. Like, I wouldn't know anything about it. But these guys who do it day in and day out, like, they're good at it, and it's authentic.
1: All right. Well, we have a little quick game if you're down to play with us, Rich, if you have time. Oh,
0: yeah. Let's go.
1: All right, so we're going to play a little game, um, and it's called Show Us Your Receipts. So we want to know all of the tea on our favorite Netflix stars, so we're going to put you in the hot seat, and you're going to need to show us your receipts. So we're going to ask you some questions and, you know, answer, you know, truthfully if you can. Or you can say pass if you choose to pass. We'll give you the option to pass.
2: Okay, okay. okay. We'll, We'll be nice. Yeah, so, who had the worst audition tape that you've ever seen, but you decided that they needed to be cast anyway?
0: I'll say somebody who I didn't somebody who I didn't think was uh, was going to be as big as a reality star a- as they as they became, but I loved them for who they were, and that was Shuby. Oh, like, yeah. Shuby is not your typical. How did I know you were going to say that? Is <laughs> not your typical like reality person, but like once you're around him you're just like
5: shoo like there's <laughs> yeah.
0: something comforting about him and i i think An that's, x factor. that's one person that
5: mm-hmm.
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah that x factor yeah absolutely so who had the best audition tape in your memory i would
0: say you see so many i know and well, well there's people <laughs> that i can like that i can like like i can remember exactly mm-hmm. where i was or what they were doing but like sammy uh, sammy mm-hmm from the circle mm-hmm. like i remember her audition tape uh it, it, i remember it's like she was sitting on her bed and she was just talking and it was just natural and she was like in the interview and it just felt like oh you're not putting on anything like mm. you're <laughs> like you're as authentic as it is and it was just like a mm-hmm. kind of like yeah this is great and talking about herself and i think uh i think that was uh that was one that just felt organic and natural
2: have there been any any stars from other reality shows from different networks who have auditioned or tried to get on a show and you've declined like anybody from bachelor or love Island trying to get on too hot to handle or you've accepted either way.
0: I mean, yes, all the time. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it happens all the, it, it happens all the time. they like, I'm not going to th- throw any names out, but yeah, I would say it happens to. on, it, it happens on every single show as I think, uh, you know, you kind of get a you kind of get a little taste of it. And then also the Netflix of it all is is very is very appealing. But we I'd say at, on every show, there is somebody who who reaches out and says like that they want to they want to do ours. Squid Game. There's a lot of people right now.
1: Oh, oh I, I would love to see that list. <laughs> now, who do you think will be? um like one way on the casting tape but then when it came time to film there it had like a completely different personality whether that's good or bad
2: or not believing in evolution <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I, I don't know if I can name a name here I, I think you can I, pass I, remember
2: we've given
1: you no, the, the past feature or you can feature. say a series. <laughs> no but what I
0: think is I think what is important to know too is like when you're when you're cast on a show um, I always say you're not on the show until you make it until the cameras are rolling, mm. Mm, um, yeah it, it, because you want to make sure that you, it, that even when if you were to be like selected it, and, and you're always still a finalist until the cameras are rolling, and so I think that's important to remember because we always you know we want to make sure that who you are is who you said you are, and when you come out, we want to make sure that it wasn't just an act, so we and, and I think casting people are also really good at weeding. That stuff out these days and and making sure that they're as authentic as possible does it happen yeah it is said like (laughs) nobody's perfect but yeah uh, i think
2: the thing i've learned like through doing this podcast i now will say i'm like reality tv is like a lot realer than you think it is like people i think are like it's fake and contrived i'm like it's really not like meeting these people at things i'm like this is really how they are. This is really who they hate. This is really. um, So it's, it's been very interesting to know, but we have one more receipt. What was the most embarrassing thing you've ever seen on a casting tape?
0: Oh God. I have (laughs) seen, I I mean, I have, (laughs) Uh, I I don't even remember the person's name. And this one happened uh, about, Six months ago, but oh. I saw a person Reason. who was, yeah, who was, it was in their chair and was kind of like uh, leaning back and was like trying to be cool. And the chair completely <sighs> went out from under them. <gasps> and that would have been and me. it totally, it was like fell, crash, <laughs> crash, crash, crash. Oh no. And the casting producer was like, uh, are you okay? Are you okay? And like Is everything. All right. <laughs> and the person got, got up and they were like, Oh yeah. Yeah. And tried to play it off and was like, yeah, yeah. I just dropped, I dropped my pen and I uh, tried to play it off as if it was, like, as if it was nothing. <laughs> uh, I've seen somebody, I, like, in Are the Zoom Are you going to cast I've them seen... on
2: something?
1: <laughs> no, on top of that, they didn't get <laughs> cast.
0: I, they didn't get cast in this one. But it was memorable. I mean, I've also seen, like, in the Zoom, in the Zoom era, you see people who, like, you know, it's it, the mullet of of dresswear party like business on the top, and then they get done, and, <laughs> right. and they think the camera's off, and they walk away, and they're like,
2: my worst like nightmare, still
0: in their underwear or like jammies or whatever it is. It's like, yeah. So th- those tapes are always memorable.
2: Yeah, I re- I always wear now. I match the bottom for for interviews and stuff because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I have to stand up to fix something on the the lights or something. I don't need everybody right. seeing that I'm wearing, uh, you know beer can fleece (laughs) pajama pants. Yeah, just
1: your luck. They'll be like, can you go grab that for (laughs) us for a second? You're like trying to slide (laughs) off the camera. Yeah, yeah. Just
0: like, (laughs) let me turn my camera off.
2: Uh, Well, Rich, thank you so much for joining us. This has been eye-opening, and I'm sure our listeners will agree. Um, And if they want to apply... For any of these shows, did you want to remind them where they can go?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remind, for any show, go to netflixreality.com. So netflixreality.com. And then uh, for Squid Game, if you just go to squidgamecasting.com, uh, you know I would love I would love to to if you if you go to squidgamecasting.com put the podcast in there that it was a reference so that way oh, I can yeah. I can search See? it and we can we can look it up
2: Oh yeah That's
1: right we we could be connected to the winner somehow Yeah yeah the
2: they're winning a lot of money so right. if if someone listening <laughs> to this gets on Squid Game and wins the prize fund are you're taking us on a vacation
1: Oh yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> rich thank you again Thank you, rich we enjoyed Thanks so much you. i
0: appreciate you guys
2: oh i feel like i learned so much and i feel like in my head i'm like i already know everything about casting reality i really know nothing mm-hmm. apparently so i feel like i've learned a lot mm-hmm. you probably relived a lot i would assume
1: I've relived, I've learned. Now I feel like I need to go through and see what other shows I can apply to now that I got the inside key, right? okay, Squid from his Ga- podcast.
2: He's like, if anybody applies for Squid Games, I was like, okay, we'll send over
5: a
1: couple <laughs> <I know>. names. <laughs> <laughs> we know two people.
2: And <laughs> next week, we have an all-new reality show that we're talking about, dated and related, mm-hmm. um, which, listen, watch the trailer, it's 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 amazing. Send us your questions. We want to know what's on your mind. We want to know anything you want to know. Tell us. You can either email us at receipts at castmedia.com, That's K.A.S.T. media dot com or DM me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw
1: or me at need for L speed. And guys, don't forget to hit the follow button and then write the show and tell us how much that you love it because we love you back. And also be sure that you guys watch us exclusively onto doom, the official Netflix site to help find and fuel your fandom for the shows and movies and podcasts. You love that's netflix.com slash T U D U M. Today's episode of We Have the Receipts is a production of Netflix, Tudum, and Cast Media. We're your hosts, Chris Burns and Lawrence B. Hamilton.
2: Our producers are Amanda Elliott and Arvin Lee. Our executive producers are Colin Thompson and Harris Lane. Our editor is Elliot Deneve. And our technical engineer is Olivia Haas. See you next week. See you
5: next week.